Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm so, so excited for you to hear today's interview. My client, Cynthia, she, I asked her to be on the podcast because she has literally been through it. She's been through the thick and thin. She's worked with me for an entire year and she had to keep showing up sometimes, even when she wasn't getting results, even when everything felt like it wasn't working even when it was just going kind of backwards. (laughs) Um, And I love that she just kept showing up for herself. So Cynthia's had a photography business since 2008, and she decided to kind of step it up and take it more seriously starting in 2020 last year when we started working together. And she said that she has made more in the last six weeks than she has made in her entire photography business. So if I'm correct, that would be about 13 years. And that's just amazing to me. She is in a town with a lot of photographers, just like how most of you probably are as well. But she's not letting that deter her. She's just showing up and serving those clients that really, really want what she has to offer, really want to work with her. And she is making her IPS sales of her middle and highest packages And she's doing this shooting families. And we all know how many family photographers there are out there offering so much for so little. So I just want you to know this is so possible for you. Whatever type of portraits you take, if you are going to offer in-person sales and give a higher level experience, give more communication, more of a bond with your clients, you're going to have these amazing results as well. And so I hope that you can listen to her story and just hear how much she has overcome, how much she's learned and what really worked for her to not be perfect, but to show up and do it anyways. Okay. So let's just start off with like a little introduction and say, how long have you been in business for in total? In total? Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like I technically started in 2008 is when I got my very first paying job and then it's been on and off since I had kids starting in 2010 but I think that honestly having the right mindset that I'm actually doing this as a business wasn't until I started working with you so I would say 2020 2020. Yeah. But you've been, you've been kind of in the industry and like familiar with photography for a pretty long time. Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, I would, I, I would still consider 2000, 2008 was when I got my first paying job and I think it was $65. <laughs> and what was it for? A kid's birthday party. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I think part of your story that I'm really excited to share that we'll get into later is just how you have put in the time. (laughs) Like you, like you didn't just start last year and then see results. Like you've, you've been working at this for a very long time and you had to be very patient throughout the process. Yes. I mean, very patient and I've had to learn many things. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about, do you want to share a little bit about like when you start coaching with me? So that would have been October, 2020. What was your mindset? Like, what was your state of being like in that time? My mindset was, was not clear. I was in a I was in a very bad place, just kept complaining about things over and over to myself and I wasn't putting in the work. I remember, I remember realizing that I'm 
missing something. So maybe not realizing, but I was thinking how I was missing something and wanted more out of my life. Mm-hmm. And and then I was introduced to you and it just felt like a no-brainer that what have I been doing for the past 12 years? Well, <laughs> what have I been doing the past 12 years not doing my photography as, as much as I would like? Yeah, and to give yourself a little bit of compassion and kind of to speak to like where other people, if they're in that place, like what they might be going through, what do you think was going on that like, didn't let you step out of your comfort zone back then? Step out of my comfort zone. It, I think it was a lack of belief in myself. Mm -hmm. I, I had, I had my first son I got pregnant with him pretty shortly after I launched my website. I remember that. And I, my excuse was, I don't know how to do too many things at once. I was still nannying to bring in some money and I didn't know how to balance being pregnant and being a nanny and working on my business and then having a newborn and then having twins and still wanting to have a business, but I just kept making excuses. And I would say that I didn't know how to multitask. I um, didn't feel I was talented enough. I still needed more to learn. I made up a lot of excuses. Yeah, but it makes sense. Like if you were very overwhelmed with your life and you also paired that with like not even being sure if it was possible for you it sounds like to have the business that you wanted while you were being a mom yeah and if I had just even a little bit more belief in myself then that could have that could have helped it's just I it it was hard to just get over my, my discomfort and my fears and just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say it's still hard, right. For all, for all of us. It is. Yeah. I, I, I cannot believe how much fear gets in the way and um, it still does. I just know how to manage it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're just doing it now, even though it's hard. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I, um, I remember saying this to you and I, it sounded a little bleak at the time, but I, like I had already spent my life not doing it, knowing that I wanted to be a photographer and trying, but still not having as much faith in myself as I, as I could have. And when I started talking with you and, and so it seemed like, all right, this is a possibility, but then I would get really scared. And I think, all right, maybe, no, 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 I'm not going to do this. I'm going to focus on something else. I don't think I can be a photographer, but it hit me. Like I spent so many years not being a photographer and that was painful. It was painful not living to my creative potential. And I'd rather it be painful and hard going through the process, knowing that I'm just going to be getting better and better. Yeah. I absolutely love what you said there. Like, I I love that. Um, And like for people who are not familiar with what, what it was like for you when you were trying, what did that look like kind of in the past for you? Like what was trying that wasn't working? Um, I would, I would wait for people to hire me and then I would get excited and think, okay, what can I do next? And in the fall, I would always run 
mini sessions and I'd get all hyped up and I would get a lot of people in and it would be awesome. And I felt that joy and I felt all that excitement and I'd come home and I was editing and editing and sending out galleries and getting all this praise. And then by Christmas, I was burnt out and spent the, like, the whole winter just being burnt out and thinking, oh, well, it's winter. I'm not going to be doing any work. And then the cycle repeated itself where I would just then wait for people to contact me and not put myself out there. Yeah. And that, that continued for a while. Yeah. You were doing family mini. So basically every fall you were doing that. And um, what was the most that you made before changing your prices when we started working together? I think, um, I charged maybe the most I ever charged was two seventy five for a family session. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then let's go to now, the fun part where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much you've made in the last? You you had posted something where you were like, "I made more in the last six weeks than I have in like the entire what was it like the entire years of your business?" Oh yeah. it was in six weeks I yep and I think I've made now I um I thought I had written it down but about I think I'm close to six six thousand that's insane that's so amazing yeah and you still have more in the pipeline and more going on for you right yes and I do (laughs) I keep forgetting about the the inquiries that are coming in and the people that are continuing to say yes yeah that's so amazing and let's talk about what you're doing which is family portraits it's pretty much all family portraits right yes I did I did a senior session over the summer but since the beginning of um, September, I've, I've always done family portraits, but in terms of changing my prices, it's been since September that it's been family portraits. Okay, I wanna dive into that a little bit because I think that even when I was in the industry, I even had the mentality a little bit like that there were just so many family portrait photographers doing it for so cheap and mm-hmm. you're kind of like living proof that it's possible to still sell it like a higher pricing model. What, what's your insight on that for people who are scared to raise their prices? I get it. I did not believe you when you told me that people want to pay me and it was really hard believing in that but I stuck with it and I did my my first family session knowing that I was going to be using my new pricing and I was really excited to show my client her photos and I remember going over there and thinking I met up with her. I was showing her her images. And I I had my packages all priced out, but I loved these images so much. And I just had a feeling that she was going to love them just as much. I mean, if not more, because they're her children. And I had spoken with you just real quick about what if she likes more than what my packages give her. And so I had that in the back of my head when I had my session reveal with her and it happened. She liked more of the images than I had originally presented, uh, not originally presented, but the, she liked more images than I had in my largest package. 
So right there on the spot, I had to come up with a larger package and she was so happy and excited. I mean, she paid me right on the spot. It was, it was exhilarating. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there are still so many people around you who are selling really cheap sessions, right? Yes. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're just over here serving people. So what, what do you have to think about those people who are also in your town, who are also priced and doing maybe even similar things to you, like doing family sessions? Um, what do you have to think about them to be able to just keep your head forward with your pricing? I cannot believe how many family and portrait photographers there are in my town, let alone my surrounding areas. And I, I think they're all fantastic. There's like no, there's, there's, there's just so many of us. Um, but I know what I can give my clients and I'm happy for all those other portrait photographers. And I know that they give value as well, but I'm focusing on the, the fun that I give the kids and the peace of mind that I give the parents and knowing that it's a really fun experience. I don't, I, I, I don't know if that's answering your question, but I just know that I'm not trying to compete. I feel like there's room for all of us and I'm just going to keep focusing on what I can give my clients and the ones that seek me out of how much value I can present them with. Yeah. And that's something we've worked on a little bit. And it's almost like when you first start charging that much, you feel like you're all just pulling from the same pool of clients. And then you kind of get to a place where you realize like those people have their people and I have my people and we're all just allowed to coexist here together, which it sounds like you're basically saying. Yes. I'm sure that it's going to happen as the, the months go on and the years go on that someone will contact me and then they will hear where my prices start at and then choose to go with somebody else. And that's okay because I already have proof that it doesn't matter what I used to think about, about clients or, or what I used to just assume, oh, they're not going to pay me. Oh, there's no way they're going to pay me. Like they're going to freak out about my prices. And I've had really encouraging experiences where people, they, they love their images and they want them and they're excited to pick out the, the, their favorites and, and choose what I have in my, in my packages. I haven't had a a la carte. I haven't had an a la carte purchase since I changed my pricing. Everyone just wants to pay you lots of money, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And so let's talk about like, what is, I'm curious if you've noticed a difference in how fulfilled you feel and how fulfilled you feel like your clients are from the price, the price change. Like, do you feel like they're getting more out of it or do you feel a difference in how much you feel like you serve them? Like, what's that like for you? I, I wish I could speak more to how they feel. Um, but I only have one, actually, no, I had two clients that were repeat clients that did mini sessions with me and then they're doing full sessions with me and choosing from this, this new price list. Um, but with me, I, I almost had to just do it first. Mm-hmm. And then, and then realize the change that it's, that is happening in me and the way I 
present my work and show up. Um, I, I feel a difference and I'm so excited. I, I'm noticing that I'm so excited to what else can I give or what can I do to make this really special? And that wasn't as possible before when I was charging uh, around the, the bare minimum. And now I feel like I can do a lot more with my clients and I hope it, it keeps going. Yeah. And of course, and they're going to be like ordering, some of these people are getting their albums still, and you're going to be feeling the impact of giving them actual products, which is like a huge service to be able to offer too. Yes. I'm very excited. I still have some prints that I need to drop off and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, A friend of mine ordered a gallery wrap and I cannot wait to to show that to her. And then to know that it's hanging up in her house. And I'm, I'm so excited about this part of the process. Yeah. Like you're able to give so much more because you are charging more. And let's talk about, I, okay, here's what I want to kind of just segue into is I feel like people a lot share share stories of very fast success. And I just want, I really was excited to have you on here because I don't feel like yours was that fast. Like, I feel like you had to keep (laughs) showing up and we coached for an entire six months. And then you like started a new six months with me and you had to get through just week after week of like, sometimes it was just so hard to keep believing. And sometimes it was just like, so much going on in your family. And you had just, you didn't have that much space to think about your work and you just had to keep showing up consistently. And like, what was that like for you? It's exhausting, but yeah, it was really exhausting, but I, I started realizing that those were the times that I was gaining the most growth because I was putting my brain into work that it hadn't done before. And I mean, I started in 2008 and my first gig was $65 to do a birthday party. And now, my my sessions are are giving me i mean it's i i don't know the math but um it's a lot more than that now and that's 12 years but even in the past year yeah we, we did six months and i had a lot of like cobwebs to go through and to start thinking in a different way and be kinder to myself Mm-hmm. And to, to recognize that this is a process that I was willing to, to keep doing. It was just, it was, it was exhausting to realize that I had a lot to work on in, in all ways, like not only just business, but um, just to think about myself and to, I think, give myself some compassion or allow myself the big thing that you would tell me is like, just go sit on the couch and just feel miserable. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, don't try to, don't try to like shove that down and then like keep your brain busy with other things because I really needed to just like sit with my sadness and realize that that was okay. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing that I learned. Yeah, I think- it was like a lot of sad people can just be successful too. (laughs) Like, it's not like a, it's not something that has to be like your life is affected by it permanently. There's a a lot of lessons that I learned. It feels like it was in a short amount of time because it has been in the past year. But I, I, 
it's almost like I just like who I am so much more when I get to be a mom, a wife, you know, a woman myself, but also a photographer. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's obviously the missing piece because it's so fun for me to just, I mean, I love photographing a lot of people, not just families, but when I can roll around in the grass and get kids to smile or tell them, come here, come here, come look at this photo and what can we do to get, to get your parents to smile in this? And I love it. And when I'm driving home, yeah, the, the little bit of anxiety kicks in of are these gonna be good enough? But knowing that I had so much fun and getting that reciprocated from my clients that I just spent time with, that has helped so much. Like, yeah, and, and my life isn't perfect. I still have to, to come home and, and work on these images and deal with all that self-doubt. But knowing that my, my um, progress and just that I'm keep getting better and that like, as silly as it sounds, like my brain is growing to accept all these pieces of me. It's really cool. Yeah, I think that, so you're starting to see the results now of all the work that you put in. And let's talk to the people who maybe are in where you were like, let's say six months ago when you hadn't started making these sales yet, quite yet, you were about to, <laughs> but you had to do a lot of like showing up and not getting any results, not getting any feedback, not getting any likes. Like you had to do a lot of that. And so I just, I don't want to undermine that because I know it felt like a short amount of time for you, but it was, <laughs> it was definitely a week after week after week. And then our, you know, our kids would be on fall break or they'd be on winter break or, you know, there was just so much going on all the time. And you had to keep somehow showing up and still showing up for your business. And sometimes you didn't even like do that much work for your business. And then you had to forgive yourself. (laughs) So what would you say to somebody who's in that position where they're just, they feel like they're just putting so much in and they can't quite see like the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just, just thinking about how rough it's been, especially with my kids maybe not even going to school for a while because they were doing the, they were doing virtual learning for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say that like your heart isn't really gonna let you forget what you love to do. There's a part of me that just would not drop it. Like I couldn't let it go, but it took so much forgiveness. And I I have said before, kindness and compassion to myself to allow all these parts of me to coexist and it has been a really long road and I think it is recognizing that there's something in me that I'm not fulfilling and what is it and how can I how can I work with this like not I I, because sometimes I would think let me just move past it this is not in the cards let me not even think about being a photographer. What else can I do? Um, but there wasn't a way. There, there was there was no way around that. And so the next step was okay. What am I going to do about it? And when I was introduced to you, I I realized like what am I doing? Not investing in myself. Like this is really important. Obviously, I still love photography because I can't get it out of my head. And um, it does seem like 
the money has come in terms of once I started doing in-person sales, but it has been 12 years of just saying this is my price and handing over the gallery. And then that was it. No more, no more fulfilling orders. And the joy was just there. And then it was gone until like the next hustle started. And this feels so much more rewarding. Um, oh, you did ask me what to say to people. Um, I don't, I wish I had like something profound to say, but I think it's more if you, you know that there's, there's you have a talent and you just don't know how to, to get it out there. It's just, I think, just recognize that it isn't going to go away and you're going to have to find a way to put it out there and going to have to find a way to be kind to yourself in the process because it is not easy but I really do think it's worth it in the end yeah I love that it's like you just it, it's just not going to go away it's not going to get better <laughs> you just have to do it at some point I mean, I wish the advice could be like to hire you. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like obviously you should hire me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, because I, I know that I did the work and you are, you've been so great in telling me that I've shown up because I have, and I, I have to give myself that credit, but you've helped me see <laughs> like, uh, a different world, like just opening my eyes to what I'm capable of. You didn't tell me like, okay, well, you need to work on this and get all these 10 steps done before you can even start. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was like, go out with what you know now. And I mean, we did do like a, a little bit in the beginning, you, you were saying like, okay, like let's start fresh but you never made me feel like I had so much to learn before I really needed to, to put myself out there and making sure that I had the belief in myself. And also, even if I didn't, to do it anyway, like yeah. sometimes that's the best way, right? It's just the start. Yes. I love that you pointed that out. There was like a lot of just what, what would you do? What would you answer to that question? Just all of those things. And from my perspective, I would say I saw you. Yes, you were super consistent. Like you showed up to the calls. That was one thing that you did very consistently. Like you didn't really miss any calls unless it was like somebody was sick. Mm -hmm. um, so you showed up every single week to at least be here for your growth. And then it also wasn't perfect. And I mean, that's how I am too. Like there's some weeks where I just am not having a good week and I don't feel like doing anything and nothing, get, nothing happens. And it's like, you don't even have to be perfect every week. <laughs> like you literally just have to keep being consistent and being constrained. That's the other thing I wanted to mention was how you were kind of you had all these creative things that you wanted to do at first. And now you've gotten to where you're very constrained on, this is my business. I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to show up for this photography business and just doing that over and over and over again, over a long period of time. It's like, that's how you got the results. Hmm. Yeah. I liked uh, when we first started working together, you said, how long are you willing to give this? And I remember thinking I couldn't even answer that question. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Everything just felt like I don't know. And now I, I feel a lot more confident in I'm going to do this until I reach either like this monetary goal or I outgrow family sessions or I move on to something else. I, I feel I'm still a little flighty. Like that's just, I, I, I get a little anxious and then I'm like, okay, I gotta do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But I don't think I've ever felt so grounded 
than, than when I started working with you because it just helped put a lot more puzzle pieces in place with, without, it didn't, without it having to be perfect. You know, like, I always feel like I have to make sure like I add that caveat that um, sometimes you just have to do it anyway and just present the price list anyway and understand that whether a client buys a la carte just one or two images or they buy your top package it all of that is okay and all of it needs to be celebrated and then keep going yeah I love that and let's talk about like that part about how you were because you you were talking about doing it perfectly versus just putting yourself out there so let's talk about what was the how even though the how isn't the most important part, what was it for anyone that was curious about like, how did you just switch to IPS and start getting clients and start making sales right away? Wow. Um, I was petrified of doing IPS. I mean, I've heard of it and I thought there's no way I could do it. And so I am really grateful that you told me that even if it's scary, just try it. And I may be terrible at it. Like I may be awful at it the first few times and it'll only get easier. But I, I remember talking, oh, cause you told me, get on the phone, get on the phone. Like, yeah, like, I love having conversations. Why am I not getting on the phone with potential clients instead of doing this all through email? So we would, I would make an appointment with this potential client and, and get on the phone. And then those conversations started going really well. And I was getting excited. And, and then the price, the, the part of the conversation where price came up um, it appeared and <laughs> I told people, I told people my price or where I start and they all said, okay. So I go, okay. They know now <laughs> they, they know, um, there's not going to be any stick or shock. And I would show them their images and they would get really excited. And I, I'm doing all of this really simply. This is, there's no like bells and whistles. It's really just showing them their gallery. And then we go through each individual image and they rate it. And then we'll look back and say, okay, look how many of your images have five-star ratings. And then they'd figure out where to go next. And I would say, okay, if you want these, then you can get this. And there's no pressure to buy. Um, and then I remember I had one client where I think she was only going to pick four, but I told her like, that's great. I love these, but you were looking at that one. And so if you did want to get those, just don't forget about this package over here. And I did my best to just show them the options and almost have trust that, that they're not going to like put themselves out, right? Like, I mean, that's, I guess not my responsibility, but they're not going to put themselves out choosing something because I'm not going to force them. It's just, it was just a very casual time together where we just discussed the ones that they loved and they ended up wanting the majority of the images. It was super, like, I want to say it was super scary, but it, it wasn't because I went in with such a clear mind that whatever the client gets, that's amazing. Like, uh, I love this. Keep going. <laughs> so good. Because um, I had given a, a discount and um, I remember thinking, oh, I'm not going to make that much because I had, I had given like kind of a hefty discount one of my sessions in the very, very beginning. And 
I had messaged you after the session reveal and I, I had put it to you, I only made $200. And you were like, you only made $200, but you used to have to do a few mini sessions to make that money. And a lot of that was just done by like editing the images, sending over the gallery, and then people emailed me which ones they wanted. Whereas this $200, I was able to meet with my client. We met up at a coffee shop near where I live. And we had so much fun. And her mom wasn't there. We FaceTimed her mom. So it wasn't as, it, she didn't, she's a kid. So she doesn't have like, I guess all this money that you would think adults have. And it was just a great time. Like I, I wasn't like upset at her. I know, of course I'm thinking like, wow, you know, a sale could be so much more, but I had a good time. And then when you put into perspective, like, yeah, $200 is great. Like you just made your first sale um, doing IPF and the, the practice that I got. And, um, and then I got a message from that client and her just raving about her photos. And, um, and then she wanted to hire me again to do more. So it, it sometimes, you're not going to make a lot monetary wise, but you still understand the gift that you're giving to people. Wow. I love that. I think that if anyone was to like take an excerpt out of the podcast, like this is, that was the most genius part because you, first of all, we did a ton of work together on your beliefs around your pricing, which I want to talk about and your and yourself and like your clients and just all of those things that you said, just let you be so unattached. And then it was like, I don't really tell you, like, I tell you a little bit about how to do the phone call and a little bit about the in-person sales, but like not that much. And you just go out and do them and you just do it. You just close the sales because you do have that, like very simple, very calm, grounded energy And I love how you also mentioned trust that you're not in their wallet. You're not wondering if they're going to be able to like pay their bills next month. (laughs) You're just like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I know that they're, I'm just going to make this offer. I'm going to serve them. And they're going to either say yes or no to what they want. I'm still learning to relish in, in, I mean, how am I trying to say this? Like, I'm, I want to relish in all my sales. Um, and I'm still learning in that. But a part of me is that I love spending time with people. And so here I am spending time with them, getting to chat and showing them the work I did with their family. And so it's really exciting to see their expressions. And I know we're not really supposed to, like um, you really can't rely on validation, but it is something really awesome to see. It's usually, I'm usually with the mom or a mom and um, watching them go through the images and get really excited oh look at you know look at their child doing a silly face or on the back of their other parents and I love that like there's a lot that I get from the in-person sales that I was missing before because especially just my personality I love being around people but with COVID right you're not like it's just so many things have been put on hold so it's really nice to have clients and we can meet up and share something. So like they've shared their family with me and I'm sharing my photography and it feels really awesome. Yeah. I get a little, I get a little emotional because I like think the kids are so cute and I love hanging out with kids and playing with them. And then to see a certain face or a smirk that they make. Um, but I also have to tell my clients, like, 
my favorites may not be yours. So, you know, I may get giddy over one image, but if that's not for you, that's totally fine. And I think that's what you had mentioned. It's like um, going in there, like I'm not the calmest person because I do have a lot of excitement in me, but going in there with like a calm mind and just knowing that this is for them. And I tell them that because I do get very excited. And so I say like, um, please, you're not going to offend me. Pick the ones that you want because this is your album. So I want you to enjoy them for years to come. And I try to give them much, as much space and time. And I ask them, if you need my advice, I'm here, but you, you tell me what you want. Yeah. And I think that you have been able to do that because we've been through so many like little things that could come up, which is just about people that you have, you have doubts in the beginning, right? You're just like, why would people want to pay this much? And how could that possibly be worth it to them? How could your work possibly be worth that much money? And you had to like overcome all those things. And what's, what would be your answer to some of those questions now? I don't know if I have an answer. It's just the fact that I've, have I been fortunate enough to, to meet people that want to hire me and value what I put out. I, I don't know if it's that I have like really awesome clients. I don't know. I, I'm still figuring that out, but it is actually, it just blows my mind because I, I go and show them show them their gallery and I'm still in shock when they they pick my middle or high package and they're just okay here they 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 hand me their card to run the um the charge or or a check and I'm, I I just I think I, I've, I've messaged you after every sale, just like in disbelief that, um, that I, that it, this is working, that IPS is working. Um, I don't really have like, well, okay. Um, you had to think, I remember like, and this is a thing I'm bringing this up because a lot of people worry about this at first. Cause you're mm-hmm. making, you know, you're used to giving way more images and making way less money. And it's like, what if your work isn't worth it? And how have you kind of managed to get around that problem in your business? Just trying. I mean, just putting myself out there and doing the work. I mean, I would get on the phone. And I think that that has helped a lot and people understand what I'm going to give them and how I'm going to make it a really great experience. So there's that, like that right off the bat, they can either decide if I'm the photographer for them or not. And that helps set up like our relationship. I had to get over a ton of negative thoughts and just, and just do it, just go and try. But it's all I do is present the, the work and my prices. And then I leave it up to the clients to decide what they want. Yeah. I, I realized that um, I'm still I'm just still doing a lot of work because I I like I like the way I'm doing things now. Like I, I edit all my images and present them with anywhere from like 60 to 70 fully edited images. And then they can choose the ones that they want. So there could be a time where I, I edit 70 images and I do one, I do them individually. And 
they could decide that they don't want any of them, but that hasn't happened yet. And when it does, or if it does, then I will use that as a learning experience, but I still like the way that things are, are evolving. And it wouldn't be this, I don't know if I want to say the word exhilarating, but it, it, it wouldn't feel as like fruitful if I wasn't doing IPS, because it's like, I, I don't just say, when we're done with our session, I don't just say, okay, um, I'll let you know when your photos are ready and I'll email them to you. Like the, the relationship gets to continue. And I, I really like that. Yeah. And you've already had a lot of people or a couple of people that want to keep working with you like again and again, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's fun to hear people say that they want to do this yearly. And then I have another woman who had told me she wants to try seasonally so she can get her kids in for different parts of the year, uh, especially since kids grow so fast. And that is like, wow, like, <laughs> you know, they, they enjoy the experience so much that not only do they are like happy to pay me and they're just looking forward to working with me again. Yeah. And you don't need that many clients. You really just need a few that love you like this. And okay. Yeah. One last thing I wanted to mention that I just wanted to throw this out there because it's been one of my favorite things to watch for you as your coach is just how much you have started being able to handle like a lot of different responsibilities, like how it's just spilled over into your personal life. Like how you, not only have you been handling your business, but just your kids, your cooking, your household like just all of these things have totally evolved with you having the self-concept of I could get things done. I can break it down. I, these aren't like, just cause it's hard. Doesn't mean I can't do it. Just all of those things. Yes. Oh my goodness. So, um, we've talked about ADHD and, um, and it's become clear to me that I definitely have it. And, you know, it was such a struggle before not realizing that and just thinking of like housework and cooking as a chore I mean they're, they're chores but the the confidence that I have now in making a meal um, and the joy that I can get from it is so different than it was a year ago um, and it's something that I've actually worked on with my therapist before I met you, but then you put into perspective, I mean, just even like doing our kids' laundry, which granted, I have to admit that my children do their own laundry. They're, they are old enough now, so that's awesome. But with cooking meals and being so overwhelmed by a recipe and then realizing that I, I, I know how to put a meal together and if I don't have this ingredient, yeah, you know what, that one is going to work. And just having that trust in myself that it's going to turn out fine. And even if it doesn't, then I know what to do for the next time. Um, or yeah. the patience, like you, you helped me with like, you know, one time I'd be like, oh, I'm so irritable. And you're like, what's wrong with that? And I'm like, isn't that a terrible trait? And you're like, no, what if you just accepted that you are irritable? And I think that, I don't know if I've ever really just accepted that I'm irritable, but I think I just started having more kindness to myself, towards myself, that I don't feel that irritated. Like I am able to spend time with my kids and manage my business. I mean, it's still haphazard, but I'm doing it. And I feel so much more of a connection to them. And it's really exciting to show them like the stuff that I'm working on. And then also know like, oh my gosh, you know what? I can do two things at once. <laughs> I can be a mom and a photographer. I can be a wife and a photographer. I can have a social life 
and be a photographer and a mom. Like it's, um, that has been really, really satisfying. Yeah. And I really like, I really like that podcast that you did about like cooking and enjoying the process. That was really great to hear. Yeah. I love that. And I love how yours, it was, it's all about just not making it such a big deal. Like, and I think that this, a lot of people will relate to what you said, which is just like, so many of us are just so perfectionistic when we start a business and we just want to know that it will work. And we want to know that it's not going to fail and it's not going to be hard. And it's like, you have really accepted that everything is going to be hard and it is going to fail and that you're just going to be okay anyways. And I think that's been huge for you. I mean, yeah, so huge because how else am I going to learn? And, um, like you said, I, this wasn't an overnight success. This wasn't even a few months success. Like I've been working on, I've been working on my business since 2008. And there's always something like bringing me back to photography, but it wasn't until I accepted that I'm not going to know everything. I'm not the best, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm really enjoying myself. Yeah, you're doing amazing. Okay, so do you have any last minute or last, you know, thoughts or things that you wanted to share while you're on here? Um, That's, I don't know. I don't have like any quick words, but I, I really get a kick out of people just enjoying what they do. And um, I really feel that there's so much potential in, in everyone to find, like, to find something that they can put out into the world. Um, I have a friend that's really great at doing these little, like, cartoonish drawings, and every time I come across something she made me, it just makes me so happy, or the fact that my sister-in-law is really great with interior design, and I just think, like, oh my gosh, like, everybody has a passion. Everyone has something that like the world needs to see. And the fact that like, I'm feeling so good that I'm finally putting it out there. Like I don't always feel great doing business because there's hard days. There's like awful days and hard days and some fun days, but I'm just really proud that I'm at least putting it out there. And I feel like I think the words for today are excited and kindness, but I just get so excited knowing that people are out there doing what they love, no matter what, whether they're failing their way to like a hundred K or they are, um, you know, making cakes and knowing that their kids are just loving these specialty cakes that they're getting. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of creativity out there and I'm just want to witness it all. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's also so good as moms, right? Like we are, we're, we're, it's so easy to get lost after having kids and to be able to have your own thing and your own source of income and your kids watch you while you're doing it, while you're managing all the things and you're not giving up being a good mom or any of anything that you want out of your life. I think that is like the best thing that we're all doing. Yeah. It's, it is a lot of fun for them to see that I am putting something out there. And I mean, my kids already think I'm like a famous photographer, which is very sweet. But, um, I like, that. I, I like that they can see me doing something really creative and I hope that they can, they can feel encouraged because I'm verbally encouraging, but sometimes they need to see it. And I, I'm happy that they get to see me doing what I love and they get to see me struggle and they get to see me feel frustrated and, and I keep plugging along and I'm, I'm 
I'm not going to give up. Oh, it's so amazing. Okay. Well, let's tell people where they can find you as if they want to see your famous profiles. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best place Uh, to contact with you? Um, Like where are you located and you know, how can people work with you if they want to? So on Facebook, I am that girl photography CT for Connecticut or Cynthia that. And on Instagram, I am at that girl photography underscore. Okay, perfect. And we will link those in the show notes as well in case people want to look and look at all of your work and or work with you. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I can't wait to see what you keep creating. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one-on-one in my six-month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.